Welcome to Scrunchy Time. I'm Nicole Hegstead, your fertility advocate. After six years of infertility and three miscarriages, I decided that I needed to become the advocate for my own body. If you're exhausted from struggling to get pregnant and want to know more about how I can help, check out my website at www.nicolehegstead.com. And I'm B. Wild, speaking up for children in a world where mental and physical health of the next generation is being disregarded. I'm here to dish out the tough love truths that we need to wake up to as parents and Christians. If you're fed up with mixed opinions and ready to advocate for your own child, check out my website at www.thebewildlife.com. Put your hair up and pay attention while we discuss today's hottest topics concerning female hormones and healthy kiddos. We aren't silky. We aren't crunchy. We're We're scrunchy. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you want to hear more, hit that subscribe button. And a special thank you to those who make this financially possible. To support this podcast, please follow the link in our description. Hello, and welcome back to Scrunchy Time. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about medications and everything that Bridget is doing with medications and all of that jazz. And I'm really excited because she's really, really knowledgeable in this area. So I'm going to let you take it away, and I will ask you a ton of questions later. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, for those of you who are following me on Instagram and all of that, you'll notice I'm switching it up a bit because I've never done that before, right? <laughs> um, the, the wonderful three that I am. Um, so yeah, Nicole actually has hounded me for years to focus on medications because obviously with Fritz's medical history and everything, I have a lot of experience <laughs> in medications and the medical field and all of that. So it's kind of gone full circle because I just wasn't in the right mind space to do it. And hello, welcome 2020. I've something has a switch has flipped and I am ready to go. So um that's gonna be the new focus. So if you have a question on any medication or um medical related product shoot me a message and I will delve into it for you. So the one I started with is super random. I wanted to start with a cold and flu medication. And so I just went on Walgreens and typed in cold and flu products. And one of the ones that came up was boogie wipes. And so I actually used to use these. And so um, it was fitting. I was like, oh, well that works, you know. Um, it's, it's, it was a really good startup one to just segue into everything. So I have a whole lineup now, obviously of the future ones we'll be talking about, but, um, it's just horrific. I'm going to get on my soapbox here. So get comfy. Uh, but our medications are ridiculous and they can be life-saving. I know I can tell you, you don't want to have open heart surgery without a narcotic. You don't want to have a repertoire spleen without a narcotic. Like all the things I believe in medications. I think they are a huge gift to our modern medicine and science, but we are abusing them and our children are the ones being tested on them. I mean, we all are, but our children are being horrifically tested on medications. Like none of these medications have been tested. Like, and if they have, the testing is so many minimal and so just like we don't know that it's not it's not good and it's not worth it and then you amplify that with some of these are addictive 
like asthma medications and stuff, you start on an asthma medication, you are on it for the rest of your life because your body becomes dependent on it. It is, it would be a drastic change to get yourself off of that. It would be a lot of work. So, um, I've talked to many people who are like in their forties and fifties, even who are like, I never should have been on this, but now I can't get off, you know? And, um, I think there are ways to get you off and work through that, but you are medically dependent on these things now. And that's not good. Like we don't need to be dependent on a medication. That's not life. That's not living life. So many issues come with that, right? Like it's hard enough to provide food and nutrition to be dependent on for our body, water, access to water. We don't also need to have a medication to be dependent on, right? Like who, that's not natural. That's not the way God created us to live. Like we have natural ways of healing things. And then the other issues with medications is that there's a medication for a medication. Like if you get on one, you're going to need another one. Like without a doubt, these, they cause so much harm. They cause so much destruction. They mess with, just totally mess up with your body. I mean, it's no different um, than synthetic, synthetic foods. Like you're tricking your body. It doesn't know what it's doing. It's, it's very confused. And so oftentimes like a diabetic will need a blood pressure medication and so on and so forth. It's the same in our children. You know, children are now being born with diabetes. So these are all adult issues are now being dealt with in our children. And that if that's not a huge red flag in and of itself with everything, then, you know, I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, so medications are a super big passion of mine. Um, it actually is one of the ways that started my journey was, Huge red flags started going off when uh, our pulmonologist in Denver, Fritz, was, you know, on his trach and his ventilator. And, um, well, actually, even before that, um, it was with his reflux medication. Um, he came home from his, he was five weeks old, and he came home on reflux medication. And I was just like, why? Like, you know, to me, a reflux baby is throwing up and blah, blah, blah. Since then, I learned there's silent reflux and all the things to listen to for that. And but I was still like, why? Like, he has none of this. And finally, openly, the doctor's like, it's just a preventative. Like, he just flat out told me that. And come to find out this specific reflux medication he was using, there's a couple different ones, but the ones he was using, one of the main side effects is mental damage and in a high rate. So it's like, okay, the chance, the small chance that he has reflux in a bad capacity, because all babies are born with reflux, they're not developed properly. That's why breast milk is so vitally important mm -hmm. over solid foods like formula. And so all babies have some reflux, but the slight chance that he has more reflux than no normal for an infant is so minuscule, but let's just fry his brain cells while we're at it. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, and, and the ironic thing was, is I asked my doctor in the appointment, well, wh what are the risks of this medication? Like, why, what is he, you know, long-term, all this. He told me there are no risks to it. He literally said no risks. He didn't say low risks. He said there are no risks to this medication. I went home and Googled it. And that's what popped up immediately. I was fuming. And I do not recommend anybody to do this without your doctor's consent. But as a parent, I started to self-wean him that moment. Like I was done. I knew you couldn't immediately take them off this specific medication. It is a weaning process because again, the body becomes dependent on certain properties in it. 
but I just did it. I was like, this is not acceptable. This is, this is not okay. And so I already started to self meet him at home. And then in our next appointment, I made a schedule with the doctor to continue his weaning process. I, I was not going to have it. It was not okay with me that my child be dependent on a medication. And this was back. I mean, good grief. He, I was five weeks postpartum. I was still eating all the crap. I had no idea even about food at this point. Like I had just learned that nutrition will cure your anemia in two weeks. You know, like I just learned that. Like I was so in the beginning stages. I mean, we're talking four years ago, right? almost five now. And I already knew we're not supposed to be dependent on medications. And why would you give a medication if it's not needed? Mm-hmm. So I, so that's really one of the first things that started me telling my doctor off and not listening to doctors. I do not recommend that. You have to do you, you have to make decisions for you as a parent. That is just my story and who I am. And it's always turned out for the better in my case. So um, I have to, I have wonderful doctors though too. That doctor is not wonderful. Um, I would not recommend him for anything in the world. I would recommend moving before you go <laughs> see him. Um, he was a horrible doctor and um, that's another story for another time. But um, the other students have, have, I've always had their full support. They trust me. They know I research everything. I even have one that tells me I know more than he does sometimes, you know, and will ask me questions. So I've had a great support system in that way. So it's not for everyone to go out and make those kinds of decisions. I'm not saying that at all. Disclaimer. But anyway, so, so that's what got me started on the medications and knowing that these have horrific side effects. So, so yeah, anyway. And so if you want to know more about boogie wipes, I just did a post on them. You can go check that out. And then I also have my guide up on my website, which is thebewildlife.com. And you can go check out every single ingredient on the scented version in there and the side effects. It's just, it's horrible. So there's one in there. And this is obviously more of a cosmetic issue than a medication, but it is in the medical medication aisle. You can buy them right next to the cough syrup. Um, but it, you know, there's one that opens up our pores more to accept chemicals. And then we have chemicals in there that are used on for insecticides, uh, you know, to kill insects in agriculture. You know, there, there's ones in there that cause rashes and blistering because it pulls the moisture out of our, out of our skin because it pulls the nearest moisture from it. And that's exactly the opposite of what these boogie wives are supposed to be doing, you know? And I love what someone actually commented on there where they're just like, you know, people use wipes as if they're like this miracle thing, you know, scrubbing pens off of uh, ink off of walls and all of this. And it's like, well, what's that doing to the surface? You know, we know when we scrub a pot or a pan that we're also damaging the pot or pan. You know, we know we can't use too much. It has to be abrasive, but not abrasive enough. We, we, we know all these things, but yet we put this on our skin. Like our skin is not the metal that a pot is made out of, you know? And it's like just, that year we found out that you can clean your toilet with a can of Coke, you know? <laughs> like, well, I've seen cans of Coke, like, do they take them over a bumper and all the rust? You know, it yeah. Yeah. But we're putting that inside our bodies. Drink that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You know, so just stuff like that. And it's, you know, ironically, we were actually just talking about this before we started recording the FDA specifically says this stuff. It says this is not approved. There's an ingredient in boogie wipes that is not approved for children. 
it is only approved for adults to be used less than 1% per product, uh, and not per product, uh, per anything. So if you have more than one product with this chemical in it, um, I, I'm trying to remember the name of it, I think it started with a pH, um, and then you're, you are getting an overdose as an adult. And this is just one in your child. So do you have lotions with it? Do you have toothpaste? Do you have shampoo, hand soap? Like the list is endless. Your, your own baby wipes, like the list is endless after that. They're already getting an overdose in just this one thing. And it actually, and the, it, the damage to that, I should say that, like, why is this bad? Um, is it messes with the nervous system. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So then you're talking like, Nicole, you reproductive system. Then we, yeah, your reproductive system. But also, like, we wonder why our toddlers are having mental breakdowns in the middle of the grocery store. Like, because they're using these products on them. And yes, like then it, then it goes into cortisol overdrive. And then we have like 20 years from now, they'll be at my door, you know, yep. like All really. because they wipe their nose with a supposedly more comfortable Kleenex. Yeah. Cause, and they're not like, I don't know if you've ever taken a wipe and blown your nose as a parent. Uh, I'm not it's a parent. So. not that much more comfortable than a Kleenex. And I know even Nicole's done, if you take her toxic chemical course, Kleenexes are bad enough. Mm-hmm as well but there are other natural ways just like using family cloths and cloth diapers and everything you can make your own that are reusable and it's easy it is no less work i love that question we were like oh but it's so much more work it's not okay but like hang um handkerchiefs i'm sorry like yes exactly like, that's what i'm talking about like you already like just go buy a package of handkerchiefs yep. for five dollars and the thing is so this last month um, I got influenza B and mm -hmm. I was using cloth for, mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, there was a couple times where we ran out of laundry because, you know, obviously laundry wasn't getting done like it should have been while we were sick. And I ended up using napkins and in one day from using a napkin a, a paper napkin versus cloth, I started getting that like red around my nose and all the things that happens. And I realized I've been using cloth for like the last two weeks and it hasn't bothered my the skin yeah. around my nose at all. So it, it's like, I'm going to use cloth forever because yeah. clearly it's not the act of wiping your nose. It's something in the product that I'm reacting to that's, that's yeah. causing this issue. And that was well, mind blowing for me. Yeah. Well, and napkins are obviously going to be coarser mm -hmm. than, than know, a tissue, right? Than a tissue. But it's still, it is true. Like we use cl um, cloth as well to wipe mm -hmm. our noses and stuff. And there's a huge difference, mm -hmm. huge difference in um, the rash. And that's ironically in these boogie wipes and stuff, I'm going to say five or six of the chemicals in there, the side effects along with these other side effects is rashes, eczema, a runny nose, like allergy reactions. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is your kid already has a runny nose. You're trying to prevent that for one. So there's your issue there. So you're giving them more, but how are you even going to know that their body is now also refining allergic reaction along with the runny nose? Mm -hmm. So now their body is working double time mm -hmm. and a constant offense, constant. And I think, I think one of the most irritating things as you were sharing with me that some of this is about like, one of the ingredients causes foaming 
So that way it feels better, you know, or scent or like, and who can even smell when you have a runny nose anyway? So why does it need to smell good? And we all know about fragrance. And who cares if it smells good? You just right. want your nose wiped. Exactly. Like you resort to napkins. Exactly. You do what you gotta do. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, it's interesting to me that you've got like so many of these chemicals that are so harmful for us are about color, smell, and texture. That, that has nothing to do with why you're using the product, you know, exactly. as far as cleaning or wiping your nose or whatever you're using the product for. We've got three different issues here that are like, okay, it doesn't matter if it foams. It doesn't matter if it smells good. Like, yep. and those are all horrible toxins for us. Yep. Well, and another thing to further note on just the boogie wipes themselves, because they are considered a cosmetic, they are not monitored by the FDA. Mm -hmm. So they can, this is just what they've listed, which is scary enough that they're willing to admit that this is in their product because it takes a Google search, guys. We don't have to be chemists to go find this. We don't have to be doctors. And so it's scary enough that they're willing to admit that this is what's going on. What else is in there? Mm -hmm. That's what's scary, you know, even down to, and I don't want to freak people out either because I know that's a rabbit trail, especially as a parent to then overanalyze everything. But even down to, we talked about this, like the first ingredient is water. What kind of water? Mm -hmm. Filtered water, fluoride water, Fluoride causes the mental damage as well. Messes with hormones, all the things. And now you're wiping that on their nose, plus drinking it from tap water, like all the things. It's just a constant offense. Again, build up, build up, build up. And we wonder why we are where we are. But, you know, and, and so like, you can get really picky with that, obviously, the getting it down nitty gritty to the water. But when you do your own, if you just use cloth from your home, you can wet it with, wet it down with your Berkey water. Mm-hmm. And it's completely chemical free. Right. You are actually helping your child versus introducing more harm. Right. So simple, simple, simple. And how much harder is that to wet a cloth than to run to the grocery store? Mm -hmm. Or you with pulling them out of the package. Yeah. Right. As a person who is not a parent. Oh, yeah, grabbing three. Anyone's ever done that? I never get one wipe. It's always three or four. As a person who is not a parent, I have not gotten the skill of pulling a baby wipe out of a baby wipe carrier. Nope. It is a pain. And the few times where occasionally I end up changing some kid's diaper, because I don't know, just, you know, random stuff happens in my life. I know a lot of babies. Anyway, I'm always like, oh my gosh, mess, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. don't have that skill. But. Yeah. So. Anyway, so that's, that's the rundown of Boogie Wipes. If you want to know more, like specifically, I cite all the resources uh, or uh, research websites, studies that have been done in the Boogie Wipe Guide, and it's on my website. You just go to thebewildlife.com, and it's in the library. So um, that's going to be your new go-to section for all this good stuff. So, um, And I am so excited about that section. So I'm going to break on you for a minute. So Bridget is starting a whole new section where she's going to have a ton of guides where you can... Um, check out different subjects, for instance, boogie wipes, and it's going to be amazing. And I know she's got some plans as far as business and stuff like that. And for currently, these guides are free. So I encourage you to get on that while you have that option, because it might not always be there. She's still working out the kinks and details of what that looks like. So we won't go into that, but like, get it while you can, because um, she's going to have great, great amounts of information there and all the things all the things that are really good. 
yeah, it's been a lot of work, but it's really been great. And um, yeah, I think they're currently at least um, three to five up right now. So some of them are still in the editing process. So I'm struggling to remember which ones are actually live right now. Uh, but yeah, and some of them are, they're my books too. So which you can buy on Amazon are for free on my website right now. So absolutely, absolutely. And of course, if you're not following her on Instagram, um, then that's the like also very important because she's sharing some of the things that are in these guides as her posts on a daily, every other daily, whenever she feels like posting kind of thing. So check that out. Yes. Yes. So, um, so yeah, follow her on Instagram, go check out her guides. She knows what she's talking about. And, um, it's, you know, it's been amazing. I remember when, um, Fritz was in the hospital and I was more paranoid about doctors at that point than she was. And I remember her coming home one day and just being like, I can't believe what I found out about acid reflux. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like I didn't even know this was an issue, you know? And my dad has asthma and she had a whole issue with asthma meds and Fritz and totally different story. But I just remember being blown away by the things she was telling me and just watching you grow in this path. I'm really excited that you're headed down this because you, I mean, you talk about things and I mean, again, my mom was a registered nurse in the intensive care unit and you talk about like trach stuff and ventilators and I don't even know the words that you use. And sometimes I'm just sitting here going, I don't even know what you're talking about. And like, <laughs> you need to like talk about this stuff because when moms get in the situation you're in, they're inundated with all of this information. And of course they care about their child and they want the best for their child in that situation. And so I am so excited to see where you're going with this. And yes, I have begged her for two to three years to do this and she's finally doing it. And I'm so excited. So yeah. Anyway. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very good. So thank you for joining us today and we will see you back in a couple of weeks and have a good couple of weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you want to hear more, hit that subscribe button. And a special thank you to those who make this financially possible. To support this podcast, please follow the link in our description. To learn more about one-on-one -on -one coaching, books, and other resources, check me out at www.nicolehegstead.com. And check me out at thebewildlife.com. Our intro and exit music is titled Happy Song by Pachyderm. The song is licensed under an attribution share-alike license.